Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? What's up? How's it going out there? I'm doing all right. Cut it out. (laughs) 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 But seriously, um, uh, you know, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, TGIF, talk about the new Fuller House show, you know, some TGIF memories, Talk about the local what's going on in sports, you know, spring training with the Mets and the Yankees, the Knicks finally winning a game, hallelujah. And uh you know, talk about the big news in WWE with the uh return of Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah. uh, but but of course, most importantly, uh I know you know the number Mac. So what's the oh, number? Yeah. It's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. Again, that's 917-388-4189. Yeah, so you heard the man. Feel free to call in or buy any of these topics and more. Uh, and we appreciate you listening to another episode of Sports from Religion. Uh, with that said, um, yeah, let's uh, let, let's go into uh, this Fuller House show, man. Uh, I saw the first four episodes uh, of the show. You know, obviously it's a continuation of the epic uh you know, Full House series that debuted, you know, in the 80s to, uh, you know, the early uh, 90s. I think it ended in, what, 95? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, what, 87 to 90, 95 or something like that. But, yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, the show needs no introduction. You know, obviously he had, uh, you know, Danny Tanner, and, you know, he had, uh, you know, his he lived with his uh, brother-in-law, Je- uh, Jesse, and their best friend Joey, and of course uh, he was raising uh, his three kids. Uh, you know, uh, Michelle, of course, played by the Olsen twins. Uh, you know, DJ. You know, uh, Candace Cameron, and of course, uh, Stephanie, uh, Jody Sweden. And um, basically, um, they, you know, the to flash forward into like nearly thirty years later. 
Uh, now, th- those three girls, Danny's girls, the uh, the Tanner girls, they're now the star of the show, and uh, basically the, you know, the main characters from the original show, the, the adults, they are, you know, they're not guest stars on the show. They make appearances. So basically, it's the, the girls, you know, minus Michelle, and of course, Kimmy Gibbler, who's, you know, DJ's best friend from the original series. They're you know, the stars of the show along with their children. So, you know, it's a very interesting show. Um, what's your thoughts on it? I think uh, it's a, uh, I saw only the first episode, um, but so far, let's say it's, it looks like it's going to be a good show. Um, the first episode had a lot of uh, nostalgic moments as far as them, you know, um, bringing back old phases and habits. Um it's kind of a nostalgic overkill a little bit in that first episode. Um, but I mean, seeing them all grown up now and seeing them, um, have kids, you know, DJ has, uh, well, I'm spoiling it. I'm spoiling it now for you guys who haven't seen it, but <laughs> DJ has kids now. Um, and they're a bigger family now, but I'm um, seeing them grow up and, you know, um, grow as adults and seeing the, uh, um, seeing Danny Tanner and uh, Jesse, you know, it's refreshing. You know, it's good to see these guys, and, and they they look like they've never aged. You know, some of them look like some of them look like the same from 1997. You know, where, where they left off. You know, but you know, the, the show has its funny moments. Um, but hopefully, they don't do what they did in the first episode, as far as you know, parrying them, themselves. Because it was like a parody of the the show, almost. You know, it was a parody of... Uh, they were making fun of themselves and uh, making fun of the fact that the Olsen store, Michelle, was there because she had some fashion duties. While, you know, while, while whatever the duties were, you know, she yeah. they explained in that episode. You have to see. You have to see the episode to find the, the, um, the reasoning why they left. Well, I, well this, <laughs> it's not a spoiler because people know the Olsen twins are not going to be on the show anyway. Well, yeah, you know, I know. But, but yeah, the, the reasoning. And yeah, but it, it's good. It, I mean, it was a good first episode. Um, you've seen the three other episodes in the mm-hmm. series so far, so you have more of an insight on what you know how funny it is than than what I've seen so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I apologize, folks, for my voice. Uh, you know, I'm battling a cold. My throat feels a little hoarse, so I apologize for that in advance. But um. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I, you know, um, growing up back in the days, you know, I was a huge fan of all the CGI shows. Uh, you know, Full House, Family Matters, um, Step by Step, Perfect Strangers, uh, Growing Pains. You know, all, all those shows. You know, back in the days. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I was a fan of Full House. Uh, but you know, I, I think this show. I think the Full House is actually actually better. I know. A lot of people are sp- some people are spitting out their coffee or whatever they're drinking, you know, uh, you know after a, slight, a few minutes after midnight, you know, they're spitting out their drink. Some people are are about to crash their cars or whatever, saying, "What are you talking about?" But yeah, man, in my opinion, I think the show might be actually better than than Full House. Why? Really? Why do I say this? Wow. I know this is a crazy statement. Wow. I might get a straight jacket, but but here's why. It's kind of like. Um, 
It's kind of like what they did with Girls Meet World, even though I think Boys Meet World is way better than Girls Meet World, even though I am a fan oh, yeah, of, of course. Girls Meet World show as well. But here's what they did. It's like, I like the fact that they, you know, they use they um they use some of the nostalgic stuff that you know it's it, they use some of the nostalgic moments that happen on the show. Uh, you know, they kind of make poke fun of it a little bit. I I think of it kind of like an Easter egg. You know, like you're a fan of the show, so you're like ha ha ha. That's what they're talking about, or you know. So it's like, you know, I think you know, back in the days it was a different time. You know. Yeah, you know the, the you know the show was cheesy, but you know that was the time. You know, laugh tracks were was the rage, the awes and the boom 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 sad you know sad music. Yeah. It was part of it. You know that was part of the thing. So I think it was funny that they were poking fun at it. You know, but you know it also showed that they embraced their past. You know, and you know it. You know it's a great show. I'm glad. Most importantly, this was not like a a remake, which I hate. You know, when they take, uh, you know, like a, a established product, established characters played by you know, iconic actors and actresses, and then they say, "Oh, let's just put, let's just make a new show. Put, uh, you know, take some old show from the '70s or '80s and say, oh, this is this show and starring." Uh, I don't know, Good Times 2016, and I don't know, have, I don't know, John Leguizamo play J.J. Evans or something, and, and right. you know, and they, and they don't get, they don't give the respect or the tribute, I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't be funny with John Leguizamo, obviously it would be, but, you know, I, I just think, you know, you got to pay respect to the old shows, you know, stop remaking stuff all the time. Yeah, you know, it, the only way how these stuff works is when you, you um, you make a continuation of the show. You have to have the original actors, you know, the original characters on the show, and then you know you introduce a new character, whether it's a child or somebody, you know, a new star, kind of like what they're doing with Fuller House with with DJ's kids, and um, and and on Girls Meet World where. Uh, Riley and Maya takes a, a bigger role, nice. you know, being, uh, you know, Corinne Topanga's daughter and uh, Riley's uh, best friend, as in Maya, and, and they're friends. I think that's right. the only way it works. But if you try to do what they're doing, like remake a show and say, Xena the Warrior Princess, which apparently that's coming out, uh, they're going to remake that. But unfor- hopefully, you know, it's a continuation and not, uh, it seems like they're going to find a new Xena. I don't know how they're going to, if it's going to, tie into the old series or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But in any case, to me, that doesn't work. You can't have, like, a fake sequel where you have, oh, like Teen Wolf 2. You have his cousin who never even appeared in the first movie, and then you're going to try to milk off and mooch off the success from the first film. Right. To me, I don't think it works like that. Although I did like that Teen, that Teen Wolf 2. I did love well, that. I'll, I'll admit, I haven't seen Teen Wolf 2, you know, Yes, some the same person who who spit spit out coffee after I said that Fuller House is better than Full House. They, you could just get that visual of that same person spitting it out again. But yeah, um, yeah, I haven't seen Teen Wolf two either. But you know, uh, I'll catch that in the future. But in any case, um, you know, kudos to you know Fuller House. I'm glad the show's you know, the the they, you know they're back, they reunited, and. Uh, yeah, I think that's the only show. I, I don't see any other 
TJF show coming back. I definitely don't see Family Matters coming back because, you know, Jaleel White said multiple times that, you know, uh, if you ever see him play that role against, uh, you know, the iconic Steve Urkel, you know, shoot him. So I don't think that's going to happen. Right. But it would be interesting to see him pop up on Girls Meet World since he's never, since he never popped up on Boys Meet World back in the days. But yeah. I don't think that's, that's ever going to happen. And, of course, there was that iconic moment, you know, Urkel, he, he popped up on uh, uh, Step by Step uh, and, and also Family Matters also. You know, helping out Stephanie. So yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, I don't think I don't see any other show coming back. Shoot, uh, we, we get some of these TGF shows are not even on DVD fully. Like Step by Step, Family Matters. They didn't con- complete the rest of the series. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You know, basically these companies who have the rights, they got to release the rest of the D- these DVDs. Yeah, especially Step by Step. They they have a best of. Yeah. What, which I I hate those type of DVDs, four yeah. like four four or five random episodes, and then they say it's a best of, and you don't even have a complete season. Yeah. Just put a re- release a season, you know, chrono, chrono in chronological order, the episodes in order, or perfectly, you know, put a complete series. Do both. Put a, sim- a single set of of DVDs, and also release a complete set so the fans could choose. Which way they want to collect it? If they, you know, they want to collect it. Yeah, definitely. But I, I guess agree. these com these companies don't want to make money. Mm-hmm. But uh, I could spend a whole day talking about this. But um, uh, let's move on to uh, uh, baseball. Let's uh, talk uh, Met baseball. You know, the Mets. You know, they've been talking all spring training uh, that. You know they're they're motivated by their World Series loss to the Royals, and uh, they got a big test coming up on April third, when they uh, open the series the season in Kansas City against the aforementioned World Series champion Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I'm trying not to throw, but you know while saying that, but mm-hmm. know, we all know that's what happened. Even though I think it's it's, it's still a bad dream, and I'm I'm trying to wake up from it. <laughs> I think I'm still in a coma from the Mets, you know, before game one of the World Series. <laughs> but in any case, you know, the Mets got to do what the 2015 Royals did. Yeah. You know, they got to find a way to, to come back to the World Series and win it all. You know, just like the Royals did 30 years ago, they won the title. You know, that, you know they won their first title in in 30 years. 85 to 05, they finally won the title back. Mets got to do what you know what they did in '86 in 2016 and bring the title back. So that's basically what they have to do. And uh, the big news out of that is that uh, Yohannes Cespedes he he's been driving some nice cars. He yeah, got some, I, I, I saw an article about that. Yeah, it's like some Polaris something. I don't, I don't remember the name of the, the the brand. It was like Polaris something. You know, it was a fat car. It looked like a Batmobile. He has like two of them, like the red one that everybody's been talking about and the black one he did, just debuted, I think, either today or yesterday. Well, it's nice to know that you Cespedes uh-huh. is donating to charity. Uh-huh. Nice to know. Spending <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, all his money on charity, huh? Hey, man. Shoot. 
hopefully he is donating to charity and hopefully he'll he'll make a donation at the Tinker Tape Parade, you know, <laughs> after the Mets hopefully win one. So <laughs> sure, as long as he has an MVP type season and he, he he hoists that championship ring and trophy, you know, that's that's all that matters. Because Mets gotta put up or shut up because you know you know, we, we, you know, we know we're the team to beat. You know, we gotta, we gotta just do it. There's, yeah. there's like 86 for the Mets, man. Gotta you walk know. the walk instead of talk the talk. Oh uh, yeah, we got the pitching. No excuses. We got, we got a, a, a very good offense thanks to Cespedes come in. You know, if Cespedes didn't sign, the, the offense would have been decent. You know, we have potential, but. You know, as we know, before Cespedes came to the offense uh, last year, the offense was uh, was horrible to say the to to put it uh, politely. You know, but um, you know, Cespedes is the, the straw that that stirs the drink offensively. So where Cespedes go, you know, Mets will go, and hopefully he'll take them where they took them last year to the World Series and ultimately win it all. Yeah. And uh, another team in the Bronx who wants to go back to uh, the World Series, a team that's no stranger to winning World Series. And, of course, I know you know what team I'm talking about. The New York Yankees. Yep. And uh, the the Yankees, they're trying to come back. Teixeira's trying to come back from his injury, you know, his freakish injury when he hit a ball off his uh, his leg and he, you know, missed the rest of the year. Um, excuse me. And um, also... Uh, or all the Chapman, you know, their big acquisition, you know, via via trade from the Reds, uh, he's been missing uh, frequently uh, this uh, uh, this uh, spring training. You you heard about that? No, what's been going on? Excuse me. Um, basically, um, you know, he he he's been having undisclosed personal issues, but they don't think it's related. They haven't revealed whether or not it's related to the, the alleged domestic uh, um, domestic abuse situation that he had before he uh, got traded to the Yankees. They haven't revealed what's the reason. But what was weird was that he, he left one day, he came back, and then maybe the next day or two he disappeared again. So wow, that's something had to have happened unplanned for him to go, be gone again. Yeah. Because if they knew he was going to be gone again so quickly, they would have been like, um, "Oh, by the way, uh, he's going to leave uh, in, a, in the next day or a few days afterwards." They would have put gave people a heads up, but he just disappeared again. So I don't know what's going on with him. You know, I hope, everything, keep an eye I hope everything is okay because we're going to need this guy. Uh, yeah, most definitely. This guy, he, you know, he. Um, He's the scariest reliever in the game. I mean, right now, I mean, this guy throws, you know, the the you know, one hundreds. I mean, you I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, he's the only guy in the game probably that throws harder than Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, we you need know. him to be a Mariano, a new Mariano. Yeah, well, a, a much hard throwing Mariano. Yeah. Yeah, that if he stay if he stays healthy and he doesn't face any criminal time, you know, this guy, he's going to make probably one of the most scariest, um, you know, bullpen the, the Yankees have had. Oh, yeah. He's no right doubt. up there with the 96 team when they had 
went winning the greatest closer of all time, Mariano, being a setup guy. Yeah. You know, so hopefully for the, the Yankee fans, as you are, they're hoping that uh, Chapman, uh, Batanzas, and Miller can stay healthy and, uh, you know, basically bring that title back to, to Yankee Stadium. I hope so. It's been five long years, six long years. <laughs> you know, there's other teams, <laughs> other teams in other cities that are laughing at you right now, saying five long years. When you have, you know, so many teams are having droughts, like the world's had a 30-year drought ended just now. You have the Mets trying to snap a 30-year drought. you got so many teams who've never won, like the Mariners, the, the, the Rangers. The, I could go on and on. Along Ooh. The that that never won, and you guys are complaining about not winning a title since what oh nine? You gotta win every year, goddammit. <laughs> you can't win every year. Come on. Yeah, you have to want every. You have to want to win every well, year. Well, you have to. Yeah, I agree. You have to win every year, but yeah. but not. I mean, you can't win every year. I mean, I know the Yankee fans think you guys can win every year, but I mean, come on, you guys gotta be reasonable. You guys can't be like. Going to the parade, you guys win. You guys expect to win, and then when you guys win, you guys are shocked. You're like, "Oh my gosh, we won!" But you guys knew you you were going all along. Oh, uh, that hasn't always been the case. No, you uh, guys, you guys are always like always that. You Yankee fans are always like that. You, well, you guys, are, the media, you guys expect the Yankees the media, to win. The media doesn't expect the, the Yankees to win all the time. So come yes, on. they do. They jump on the bandwagon. They don't. They yes, don't. they do. They jump on the bandwagon, and then afterwards, when the Mets are good, they jump on the Mets bandwagon. Because it's a rarity that the Mets are actually good, especially at the same time with the Yankees. So every time the Mets are good, they jump off the the Yankee bandwagon and 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 put put on you know the the, the you know the prestigious orange and blue. But you know, well, if the Yankees win this year, it's gonna be unexpected. Man, right? We want to talk about that bullpen. Yeah, but no one's. Uh, the Royals are still the team to be in the American well, League. Well, yes, I mean that that is true. I I, I agree with that. Went back you know, to back World Series. That is true. I mean, you got aging players. You got Teixeira. You got A Rod. Yeah. You know, I mean that's true. I mean, you got Sterling Castro who just came into, you know, in the, via the trade. But yeah, I mean, Yankees. You know, Yankees could just put a whole lineup of. Senior citizens and people are gonna think they're gonna win the World Series because they're the Yankees. You know, oh. as you mentioned multiple times, the aura, the mystique of the pinstripes. Yeah, you guys, think, you guys think you could get any player, some washed up player, put on the pinstripes, and then he's he's um Roger Clemens or some or some you know some superstar athlete. Yeah, I mean the Yankees, the hot, you know. You look at her and say, "Oh man, I want to have sex with her." Yankees, you know. I'm sorry, the phone card broke up. All I heard something about someone like what? I said, "I said the Yankees are like the hot girl in gym class." You know, you look at her and say, "Oh man, I want to have sex with that girl." You know, like you're 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 in awe. So that's how the Yankees are, you know. But that hot girl, I mean, you know, there's always something wrong with her, you know. She can't look good every day, you know. I'm guessing this is an analogy. Not perfect. Of, I'm guessing this is an analogy of the Yankees not being able to win every year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's not but, perfect, you know. So, but uh, you know, speaking but of, we so, almost have sex with her, you know. 
<laughs> Man, you really missing that Yankee championship. <laughs> but but in any case, uh, I'm speaking about a team that hasn't won in a while, and a team that really hasn't won in a while, a team that me and you can both agree upon is of course uh, the um, the the New York uh, Knicks. And of course, the Knicks. Uh, you know, they recently fired uh, Derek Fisher. What was it like a week or two ago? And um, Kurt Rambis, he he finally won two games as a as a Nick head coach. Um, most recently, he um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, they, they yeah, they just won on uh, Friday night when they blew out. Uh, they they just blew out a team recently. Or wasn't it the Magic's? I I can't remember. Uh, it was. Is Magic's ass, yeah. and Porzingis had a great game, right? Uh, what was it? He he scored like eighteen points. Uh, but I you know so. who's really playing good is uh, Brook Lopez. This uh, this month he's been he's been on fire. He's been like what, uh, nearly a double double. Robin Lopez, you mean? No, uh, who did I say? I said Brook. Oh my yeah. goodness! I mean Robin. <laughs> yeah, Brook is on. Brook is in Brooklyn, obviously. <laughs> I said my fault. This this yeah. cold man, I apologize. <laughs> well, they look alike. They're twins. But, but yeah, but trust me, I know Brooke is is in Brooklyn. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I apologize for that. Yes, obviously, Robin Lopez, you know, the former Suns uh, center and some yeah. other teams. But yes, Robin Lopez, he's been he's been playing like his brother lately. He's been he's been scoring yeah. in the paint. That's you good. Know? And you know, historically, he's. You know he's he's a you know he's a defensive minded uh, center, but you know he's finally putting it uh, together this month. Yeah, I'm with you. You know he's he's definitely helping us. But Knicks, you know, right now they have to win a lot of these games. They can't be going on long losing streaks because right now, yeah, they don't have room for error. You know, they don't. There's not that many games left in the regular season. They don't have room for error, but they're, they're, the way how the Knicks are playing, uh, other than uh, the, this last game, they're, they're definitely trying to make room for it. Yeah. <laughs> because they've been, they they they've been playing, uh, you know, they've been losing a bunch of games. Like, for example, the last game they lost before that, uh, that win, uh, they lost what was it, like three points. Like, uh, Carmel, Carmel Anthony missed a three pointer, and after he missed a shot, you know, he's smiling, you know, and you know. Next, they need to get that. What do you say? They need to go on a on a long winning streak here, man. They gotta win. They gotta go on a winning a long winning streak just to reach five hundred. I mean, this, yeah, they're not they they are not playing like a team that wants to win the eighth spot. For real, I'm it's a you. joke. I'm just glad that Phil Jackson didn't overreact and trade another future pick and make a dumb move. So this is the team we have, you know. Hopefully they can make some free agent signings, which I mean I'm skeptical skeptical now because uh, I thought this year this past uh, off season they were gonna actually do something, but everybody's scared of coming to the Knicks. Nobody want to be a hero and win a championship for New York. Everybody wants to just go to Cleveland or 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 Golden State or Joe Johnson, the former uh, Net. He he signed with Miami. And, let you know, them let them go to Cleveland and lose to the Warriors. So yeah, you know they're not like the players back in the days when everybody had feuds. Everybody wanted to prove they were the best. Mm-hmm. That okay, you know what I mean? 
Isaiah Thomas, you know, he won the 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 you know the the Bulls behind. You know, they 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 were a thorn at his side. They they did the Jordan rules and and you know they they bullied the Bulls. You know, on their their two time championship thing. You know, teams. Yeah. And then you, and then you got all these great players who never won. You know, championships. You know, like Patrick Ewing, um, Charles Barkley. Um, this is only off the top of my head. I can't even think of um, Carmelo, John Stockton, you know, guys who are first battle Hall of Famers. They couldn't win because Jordan was in their way. Yeah. Jordan yeah. was in their way. The only time Knicks got made it to the final during the Jordan era was when he was playing baseball. Mm-hmm. That's the only – shoot, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. You know, I, I hate to admit it. I hate the Bulls, you know, but – the only time we got past them was when Jordan was playing baseball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You got to keep it real, man. But, you know, they, you know, basically back, that's the difference between these players and nowadays players, man. You know, they just want to, you know, they just want to, they just want to go to a ready-made team. You know what sure. I mean? Phil Jackson, sure. I mean, he, you know, he kind of started it as a, as a coach. He always goes to ready-made teams. This is the first rebuilding team that he's been a part of you know as a GM you know as a head coach he always had two superstar future Hall of Famer guys whether it was Jordan and Pippen or uh, with the the Lakers uh, Kobe and uh, and Shaq so there's all Knicks, Knicks are still a work in progress absolutely and uh, one team that's not a work in progress is the Rangers man the Rangers, they they just keep keep on winning. They just uh, won earlier today. I think the final score was what uh, three 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 two. I think it was. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, it was a close game. Yeah, Klein had the the game winner, and uh, uh, Henrik Lundqvist. You know, he he's like the first uh, I think Ranger, first Ranger to like win like uh, thirty have thirty wins in like. Uh, in like uh, eleven seasons or so, because one of the seasons um, was the lockout, so he wasn't able to get it that that only only that year. But mm. yeah, congratulations to him. He's you know he's the king now. Hopefully they could hoist a cup this year. Yeah, congrats. And uh, WWE, man, that's it with WWE. Shane O'Mac, he returns, which, you know, was a surprise. I mean, this guy hasn't been WWE in, like, uh, six, seven years. And uh, uh, he's going to challenge the Undertaker, of all people, in a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, What's your thoughts on that? I think it's great for him to come back and to see him uh, in the ring again. Because, you know, out of all the management there, he was the one that had the most skill wrestling-wise. Um, oh, yeah. but him, him going up against Undertaker, I think it's a, I think it's a distraction. I think he's going to hire someone to replace him to fight Undertaker. Who knows? It could be John Cena or it could be someone who we haven't seen in a while. And I think he's going to find someone to, to take his place in that match. Um, I disagree because he, he, he showed footage of him training with, uh, George St. Pierre, you know, the UFC guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, and he he's serious about fighting. He apparently he wants to fight so his his children can see, finally see him compete in the ring. Mm, I, I think see. he's really he's 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 really serious about uh 
competing. Do I think there'll be outside interference? Absolutely. You know, who's going to interfere in the, the Hell in the Cell? Obviously, Hell in the Cell is a no disqualification match, but I think Stone Cold's going to get involved for sure. I, 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 I'd be surprised, uh, you know. I think Stone Cold will. I think he's going to interfere in uh, in uh, Shane's favor, you know, to screw it to the McMahons one last time, you know, to Vince one last time in Dallas. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll see other former Undertaker opponents who actually fought him at WrestleMania. I mean, obviously Stone Cold never fought uh, Undertaker at WrestleMania, but maybe we might have Shawn Michaels interfere. But, you know, I think un- Shawn Michaels is going to interfere in The Rock. Um, not, the, not The Rock. I should say Reigns, Triple H uh, title match, where I would assume Rock will be in uh, Roman Reigns' corner, but obviously that hasn't been revealed yet. But Undertaker will be at was uh, will be at Raw this Monday night, and I uh, I think uh, Shane will be back will be there uh, this Monday night also. So that's gonna be an awesome thing. And um, my reaction, you know, I was watching the you know the Raw, and of course Vince gave Stephanie the uh, Vincent J McMahon uh, ex- you know award of excellence. And you know once his song popped up, I was like, oh shoot, that's sh- uh, Shane's back, and I mean. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I always admired the way how Shane competed. You know, he was always like a high flyer, even though he wasn't the best wrestler. Mm-hmm. He was taking crazy bumps, especially that, um, like that Van Dammeter kind of move he does off the top rope when he, when he di- jump, he leaps and he, you know, goes foot first into like, uh, you know, opponent's face with like I don't know a trash can on the the opponent's face or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like his patented move and. Uh, he, there was a, a match when he fought against Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle like suplexed him through through the um, uh, you know the um the the uh King of the Ring uh sign in the you know the front the entrance the front entrance. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And there was even another memorable moment when he was fighting against Steve Blackman in like a hardcore type match, and Steve Blackman hit him with the kendo stick on his back, and miraculously he did like a, a ridiculous dive, like a stuntman dive. And how this guy survive? I don't know how he survived and not be paralyzed or dead. Yeah, he definitely had a lot of high high flying, you know, moves and hardcore matches. You yeah. know, so I I think this match, if he does compete in this Hell in a Cell match, yeah, it's gonna be uh, something something to watch. Yeah, and um, to, for him to you know for him to be in a match, let alone against Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell, I mean. That was like that. That is like unbelievable, like scenario. You know what I mean? Like if this was like real yeah. life, if this wasn't like a wrestling thing, Shane would have zero, literally zero chance. Oh of, yeah, of winning. I but can't wait what, to see what Undertaker has to say this Monday. But this is intriguing, you know, because the fans, you know, they weren't, uh, they weren't really feeling the Roman Reigns Triple H bout. Uh, you know, I'm, I like Roman Reigns, you know. I, I'd prefer to see uh, Dean Ambrose in the title match. But, you know, I have no problem with Roman Reigns, uh, you know. I do think he should turn heel because, you know, following his uh, his cousin's footsteps, you know, The Rock, turn heel, let the fans, you know, you know get the venom out on him, you know, boo him, and then, they, you know, he shows that mean streak, and then the fans will just support him, kind of like what they did uh, – when he won uh, late last late last year, yeah, yeah, for the first uh, the first time. 
Oh no, actually, actually, more more so the the second time when he won is when the the fans were really behind him. But but in any case, uh, yeah. Now with this matchup, the the fans are definitely intrigued. You don't know how's it gonna go. Under if Shane wins, some find some way to beat uh, Undertaker, he'll get control of Raw and thus uh, WWE. So I mean that's gonna be interesting. And the, what's going to be also interesting, April 3rd, the, it's going to be the WrestleMania. And for me, I'm going to be watching the, the Royals versus the, the, the Mets opening night, the first game of baseball, when the, when the Royals hoist the, uh, the banner in the, and, and sticking in the face of my Mets, you know, about beating us. I mean, yeah, that's, that's... Why, that's much watch TV. And then I forgot the uh, Walking Dead, too. Most I, so... Yeah, this is going to I assume walking there. It's a crazy there. night. This is going to be crazy. I'm going to be flicking back and forth <laughs> trying to watch these stuff. Yeah. And and then tomorrow night there's the Oscars. Uh, you know, I'm going to be trying to watch that and walking there tomorrow. So busy busy day. Yeah, a lot. It's going to be crazy. Anything you'd like to you like to say? Uh, check out my show IMAC. Saturday's 11, come back here, check out Sports from Legend. Saturday nights, morning, Saturday nights. Only on Block Talk Radio. You're the man, check out his show, iMac. Saturday's at 11, and of course, this show, Sports from Legend, with your host, that's me, William Ramo. Check out uh, that show, uh, it's uh, Sundays, or early Saturdays. Sundays at midnight, so Saturday turns to Sunday. We're right back on on the clock, presenting all the work for for Sergio So thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.